Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Talkers, it's Tuesday, September 21st. You're now tuned into the Laura Angelia show. We're going to talk about Angelina Jolie, study of duh, and Lady Marmalade later. But let's kick it to Julia right now. All right, all right. So before we get into any of that, um, um, Rupert Murdoch's granddaughter, Charlotte Freed, um, says that HBO Succession, which is coming back like October 17th, and it is such a good show. Season one wasn't that great, but season two was fantastic, I thought. I loved season one. Season two was better, which is so rare, but they really next leveled it. And the ending of season two... Oh, jeez. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. And that show was based on a media conglomerate where the patriarch decided he wanted to retire and the siblings were all trying to figure out who's going to take over, what's my in, what's my this, what's my that, with the Empire. And then the dad decides, hmm, maybe not. Well, this exact same thing happened to the Rupert Murdoch family in the 90s. When the dad decides he wants to be out of the business, and mm-hmm. then the kids are all vying for their position, and the dad comes back and says, hmm, I'm gonna change stay. my mind. I'm going to stay. So his granddaughter, Charlotte, Freed, and it's F-R-E-U-D, not Freud. Um, she says that she feels like this show has been plucked from her memories as a child, and people have treated her like crap her whole life because of the success of her family. Well, she, Charlotte, is um, Elizabeth Murdoch, which is Rupert Murdoch's daughter's daughter, okay? Mm-hmm. And her name is Charlotte, but she's restyled herself to have a different name. Tarlie, T-I-A-R-L-I-E. And this is Elizabeth Murdoch, and she married her second husband, which who was a PR guru, Matthew mm-hmm. Freed. He was 57. So in an interview, she right now is engaged in living with her rapper boyfriend in East London. Okay. And she says it's not based on us, but there are certain bits that I feel like came from my childhood. It echoes the real-life power struggle of the three Murdoch children, Elizabeth, Lachlan, and James, to fight for control of the conglomerate in the late 90s before their father's shock decision. Oops, I changed my mind, and I'm not going anywhere. And she said Charlotte, who's a huge fan, or or Tarlee, she's a huge fan of Succession. She feels like Shiv, the character Shiv. Yep, yep, yep. Is kind of style. The redhead. Yep, yep emulates her her mom. And so she said, you know, people think I was born in this charm life, but I, my parents did not spoil me. 
They never gave me or my siblings a huge allowance. Mm-hmm. She went to a big boarding school, but she got kicked out for smoking cigarettes. Oh. Kind of like I was kicked off the tennis team for smoking cigarettes. Mm, shame. Back in the day. You would have been so good. Shame. I would have made it up to first doubles. You would have. <laughs> I would have. So, And she said teachers would always, at her boarding school, would always try to kind of knock her down a peg because of who she was, mm-hmm. which I believe. So she got engaged to this dude. She's 21. Yeah. Her DJ fiance, Lucky Stories, 35, over this past summer. So they met when they worked at this private club called The Lalo. He was a DJ. She was a waitress. But here's what they say is um, Story was her former using buddy during her years of ketamine addiction. Ketamine. Ketamine. I never even, I had to look this up. Ketamine. You to look up ketamine today? Yeah, what the addiction is. I've never heard of do- having a ketamine addiction. She said um, she tried coke. It made her feel sick. But for, after doing her first line of ketamine, she thought, I'm addicted. And this is primarily used, isn't it, as an um, anesthesia. anesthesia? Yeah. Ketamine is, I mean, it's a, one of the number one abused drugs right now. Am I that out of the drug scene? I mean, that's not a bad thing to be. Jeez, I never even heard of this. And I would be also, afraid of anything white because it could all be, it could all have fentanyl in it. Um, and then, well. Scary stuff. I know. I don't think that people using ketamine aren't worried about that as much. Um, and also there's ketamine therapy where sure. you can, um, you know, you sit down, you lay down or whatever you want to do. You usually have headphones on and you take ketamine. It's supposed to like help with therapy and stuff. But ketamine is, is yeah, widely abused right now. Is, I, I'm really, I am out of it. I'm so, You're so I think it's okay to be not yeah, in the know with every is. new. But so her DJ um, went into a 12 step program and then she um, wanted, he wanted her to sing because she's a singer on one of his mixtapes and they reconnected, but she realized it wasn't going to work because she was on the drugs, and she stopped, and she's sober. So that's good news. But again, she's 21, he's 35. Um, and they called her K-Angel due to her frequent use of this. They're calling it the horse tranquilizer drug. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She said, I was this crazy party girl, but it was a persona. And cocaine made her feel sick, but after her first ketamine, she thought, I'm addicted. And... um she said her family's had huge scandals all around it. After her parents divorced, she moved in with the fun parent, her dad. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what's happening with Denise Richards' daughter, Sam, who moved in with Charlie Sheen, yeah. the fun parent. And she said she hit rod- bottom, had medical emergencies, but nothing stopped her until she fell in love with this guy. So anyway, so you know all about this. So I just, I had to look her up and everything. So yeah, I don't know too much about her. I'm, you know, I've... Uh was checking in on some of her stuff. I'm actually surprised at how much she doesn't have a presence on social media. Like, I think that she's only recently joined. I think, and like recently taken on this. Right. This is tirely or whatever. Okay. Um, She kind of has a Doris Duke chin. Yeah, I would, it's hard to pay attention to her If anyone knows what I'm talking about. Because she has... The the biggest boobs you've ever seen. The biggest boobs you've ever seen. And I'm not even being and they're natural. I'm not being like I'm not someone who's like, wow, look at those bazongas. But I'm just telling you, they are they are huge and they look uncomfortable. No, and they're real. Yeah. Well, they. I mean, they seem so. Right. I mean, I don't. Okay. But anywho. But yeah, I mean, it'll be 
I kind of like knowing who she is now because I like knowing her perspective on succession and that she's kind of obsessed with it. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, it's it's really interesting. I was reading an article about how she feels a a huge sense of guilt with her addiction um, and how that's affected her relationship, because even after she got sober, she's been feeling like a disconnect with her family because she still has this weird sense of guilt. And I can really relate to that. Okay. When I first got sober, no matter even if you are sober, there's this huge sense of guilt of all the things you've done. And right. it takes, it's funny because like you can be in a good place, but you still haven't mended those bridges. And like I was reading about that with her father and I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. So pretty cool. All right. Thank you for sharing too. No Missy. problem. Yeah. I just had never heard of Gosh. I'd never heard about it. All right, now. They call it special K sometimes, too. But okay. I don't wow. know. I don't know. All right. You don't know, but you heard so. <laughs> I've heard You've heard so. it. Okay, now here's the headline yeah. that Grant handed me the minute I walked in the door. And he's like, I know you're going to like this. And Lori's gone, so you're really going to like it. <laughs> it's about Angelina Jolie. And everyone knows Lori and my biggest fight ever on this radio station was over Brad Pitt and Angela Jolie. And I'm team Brad Pitt, and she's team Angela. Okay, so here is what's going on now. And here's the headline. Sour grapes. Angelina Jolie is accused of vindictive plot to cut ex-Brad Pitt out of a deal to offload their Chateau Marivel in the vineyard. Yeah. Which makes the rosé. I always buy that for Lori because she loves it. And hundred like that specific one? Oh, yeah. Marivel. It's like 28 bucks. You know, it's got a really pretty bottle. The rosés yeah. have the pretty bottles. But anywho, here is what's going on. Um, these two hate each other. Yeah, it's pretty visceral. This has been going in since 2016. It is the downest, dirtiest, dragged out divorce with children in the middle, everything you're absolutely not supposed to do. So what happened is Brad Pitt originally had a bigger share in this company that owns um, the the vineyard. And then he he had 60%. Angelina, Angelina Jolie had 40%. He gave her 10% so they would be equal partners two years or three years before they divorced because uh-huh. we should be equal in this. But he spends a lot of money and his team does, you know, bringing the wine out, marketing the wine and creating the wine and creating an income around this um, Chateau Marivelle wine. And she is trying to sell her own, her shares without his knowledge mm-hmm. and not giving him first rights of refusal and could sell it flat out from under him because she owns 50%. Yeah. And so here's his team that does the work on the vineyard and marketing, the branding and selling yeah. of this and keeping it going. And she's like wanting to ditch her half of it. And it's another dirty, dirty down drag out dirty lawsuit. These two are involved in. Wow. It's interesting, right? Like, why wouldn't she want somebody who's still in her kid's life to have 100% of this? Because according to an inside source who knows Brad Pitt, she wants to hurt him because he fell out of love with her. Mm. There was the incident on the plane. I don't deny that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she, whatever. Those are my feelings. I have very strong ones. And isn't it nice what she's doing with the bees? We're talking about Angelina Jolie. I see Holly. I never can see Holly because where I sit, I just look at a brown wall and I can see Holly now and she's smiling. She came in the room and she knows what I'm talking about. Now I have freedom because Lori's gone. Yep, yep. And so wait, when you got in this big fight, 
you were, no, was it you? You were on Team Jennifer Aniston. No, well, that was way before we didn't. Whatever, we were both on Team Jen, but I was on Team Brad Pitt because I think Angelina Jolie is a woman who doesn't have friends, and mm. I always think of people who don't have friends, there's something going on yeah, there, and that's on. just my personal opinion. Yeah, about people, and that's something I would just take with me. If you can't keep friendships, you, you there's something up. There's something going on. So that's just it. But I loved your smile, Holly, when you walk in the room. This it's is knowing. <laughs> and it's also another dirty, dirty thing these two are involved in. They can't get along. They can't even probably agree on what day of the week it is. I mean, these two hate each other. It's oh, gross. It's bad. It's Imagine bad. being their kids. And she does make a lot of um, PR calls to make sure that they're getting pictures of her out with the kids shopping. Because, she, I mean, you don't just call someone and say, hey, I'm going to Whole Foods with my kids and yeah. wear high heels and be yeah. dressed up. You know, so I, I just I just don't like her. No matter how good she is for other things, I don't like her in this. All right, pass. It's time. I've got to say, I've vented. I feel better I, now. I feel good. I feel better now. When we come back, it is time for the Dirt Alert. Mm. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Can we get even dirtier around here, Ollie? Yeah, because we're going to talk about Camille Grammer. Mm, <laughs> yes, please. All ears. Camille Grammer claims she's known about Erica Jane and Tom Girardi's woes for nearly two years, thanks to a fellow housewife. Oh, Bethany. Oh, when a fan asked uh, Camille Grammer Saturday whether she'd heard of Tom and Erica's rumors, she responded, yes, one of the housewives mentioned it in aunt at Andy Cohen's baby shower back in January of 2019. Mm-hmm. It was Bethany, because Bethany... Bethany her, wouldn't her, tell her this. No, it was her attorney friend that I know, died. Dennis. I know, but I believe Bethany knew. I believe Camille did not. All right. I believe so, that Camille is just saying she knew it because we all found out how Bethany knew in advance. Bethany doesn't talk to Camille. All right, fine. Fine. Well, all right, here, are some the, here are some of the people. I mean, basically could be anybody because page six is running down the guest list for the baby shower. I mean, Everyone was there. Everybody was there. Exactly. Now, it could be anybody from Ramona Singer, Dorinda Medley, Ashley Darby from The Real Housewives of the Potomac, even some people from The Real Housewives of Dallas. Right. I mean, it it literally could be anybody. Or she could just say she knows this because now we all know it. Because right. it's Camille and she always wants to insert herself. We don't care, Camille, about what you think or know because it's not much. <laughs> okay. She can't stand her. We Hollywood spoke this a little earlier yeah. too, Holly, and she's like, I don't believe one word out of that woman's mouth. She was yeah, well, she's somebody you should worry about. I don't think she's ever had a girlfriend in her life. I believe you on that one too. Because when she came back on when she came on Real Housewives her first season, she just went after Kyle. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there. The Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Because she claimed Kyle said something crazy to her like, oh, you just, you're only famous because of your husband. It's like, Kyle wouldn't say that. And so she spent the whole season. May think it. May think it. <laughs> but yeah, Camille. Mm, no. Well, not not uh, held in high regard here, no, no. I take it. Yeah, well, you know, she was just responding to some rando on Twitter, so it's not like she was asked this in a formal sure. capacity. She's just tweeting it out. Yeah, speaking of Kyle Richards, she's in the movie Halloween Kills. I know. Mm. She Wasn't she, like, in the first Halloween? Yeah, she was one of the little girls yeah. that Jamie Lee Curtis was babysitting. Halloween Kills is going to be out October 15th. Julia, I know you have your calendar marked. Oh, you know how I like the scary movies. Yeah, and she played the character of Lindsay. Lindsay Wallace, Kyle Richards, did in the original Halloween back in 1978 when she was nine years old. Um, so. Oh, have we? I'm trying to think of a time that I've, as an adult watched her act. Is, is she any good? You know, I can't answer that. I, <laughs> I can't yeah. answer that at all. I know she had the show, she's, but she wasn't on that one American woman. She wasn't on that, but they, she was. She's be, She's acted her whole life. As a kid actor. Right. But I, I don't know, know when's the last time we've seen her. It'll be interesting. I'm in. I'll watch it. Yeah, all right. Halloween Kills. Scary stuff. Just in time for the spooky season. Out October 15th. Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos. Sharing marital advice with all of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kelly Ripa joking that she uses sex to settle their issues. They settle their issues with sexy Listen, time. Listen, I can think of a, a worse way to do it. Well, yeah, I can I mean, too. You I know, think if you can settle arguments, it's by, not real. It's, I know that's what Holly's trying to say. <laughs> I know it's more likely they're just going to passive aggressively yell at each other and then maybe go and sleep in separate rooms. So this is what she was saying on live with Kelly and Ryan. She said everything for Mark is settled with love. Love and sexy time. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't had these headlines. Welcome back, Kelly Ripa, talking about your hot marriage with Mark Consuelos. I feel like we haven't had much of this for the past summer. They kind of took a breather. Mm-hmm. You know, which is good because yeah. you're supposed to let it breathe. Nothing's more unsexy when you're pissed off at your husband. Like there's not there's not a bone in my body. And I I love I love my husband. Love him. You know, I always have to say that as like a, I always like right. I hate Justin. But you really but don't like, want to get it on when you're no, like can't stand each when other. When you're pissed right. off about something, it's so it blows my mind to be like, all right, make out, make out, make out. Like, <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. We don't want to make out, make out, make out. No. But maybe Kelly and Mark do. They obviously like to show it off on Instagram. Yeah, they do. Fine, I'll watch. It would be so embarrassing to do that with your significant other oh, on social media. I agree. Oh, I agree. I don't even want to hold hands in public. The well, hands you, get too sweaty. You're so funny about that, though. Oh. I love holding hands, and I don't mind a little PDA, but on social media, lifting up my, you know, because he's got, like, lifting up her skirt. Yeah, it's a lot. Literally. It's a lot between these two. Yeah, it's it's so painful to think about how those pictures came about. <laughs> it's so painful. Oh, it's She must rude. have those underwear. Yeah, and then I just never, with Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos, I can never forget the time that Kelly Ripa maybe omitted that she was broadcasting. Oh, in the Bahamas. In like in or, the no, the Turks, British British Virgin Islands. In the British Virgin Islands, she just kind of omitted that, and then during, they ran this whole story. You know, during the yeah, height of COVID. Yeah, she kind of lied on her location and lost a lot of people during that. Well, and then it was like, 
Oh, yes, of course I found this caftan. I love it so much. It was Mark's mom's caftan. Who knew? Of course there's an ocean outside my window in New York City in my penthouse. It was it was bad. That's that was so bad. bad. I have forgiven her on that one, though. Oh, I just, that I, that story always tickles me. So thank That's you, Kelly so Ripa, funny. for providing that comedy. Anade Armas has been pictured for the first time with her oh, new boyfriend. Who is it? He is a Tinder executive. Named Paul Bukadakis. Mm, that rolls off the tongue. Exactly. Yeah. I think I said that correctly. And they were spotted walking through an airport. You wouldn't know them from anybody else. And this is eight months after she split with Ben Affleck. So she's Is kinda, he cute? I can't really tell. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find a picture of it. Yeah, they're both masked walking in the airport. I mean, okay. he's not ugly. You I never guess. know what's under a mask, though. You never... And I mean that in the nicest ways. Like, I think I look so hot under a mask. With do a you, mask, do, yeah. Yeah. And then you take it off and it's like, oh, great. Yeah. And then you forget that you have to put on a mask and you'd already put on a big red lip. And it's just like smeared all over your face. And it's just like, well, okay. He doesn't look hot. (laughs) Mm -mm. No, we get a no. Brittany, I'm giving you a no. I can't. I got to. I'm still in the Google world trying to find him without a mask. I know there's what that was. It doesn't matter. Look at his his body. Look at his body. I can't. I got it. You're not attracted to that. No, I'm not attracted Mm -mm. to it. Okay. I found his face. It's not so bad. Isn't it? Okay. All right. He's okay. I mean, he's just okay. Well, is he hotter than Ben Affleck? Mm, No, No. but I I feel like the Ben Affleck thing gets me because I kind of like him. I do too. Okay. Uh, I just want to send a special shame to the Daily Mail because they're publishing these photographs of Raquel Welch just out and about. Mm -hmm. And they're saying that she's flaunting her busty figure while just walking down the street (laughs) and being... Anybody who is walking down the street. How dare she? How dare she have a human body walking down the street? Now, I will say that she is kind of touching her bosom. Oh, I see her. That is. How dare they? You know, there's a similarity right now. Mm, I can't even say it out loud. Can I? I don't know, Julia. What? What? What do you want to? Don't. Don't. Do. I can't. Okay. Okay, Caitlyn Jenner. No. Yeah. The long hair, the hat. Look at from far away. I'm wearing glasses today. Look. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I the long hair, the hat. That's all I'm giving you. Yeah, but oh. it's one of those things where it's like, come on, Daily Mail. This, that's not a nice thing to do. She's literally existing. She has like, full coverage shirt. Not like it matters. Not like it should matter. It shouldn't. But she's literally just existing. You know, yeah. we can all look absolutely horrific at times. Oh and my I'm god! So, who wants their photo on the cover of newspaper? And saying that you're flaunting when you're just living your life. Mm-hmm. Well, and the Daily Mail also was doing that to Denise Richards when she was walking yes. through the airport, calling her disheveled. Yes, when it was literally that is what we all look like when we're walking through the absolutely. airport wearing the mask on. with I, a mask, sneakers, and mm-hmm. a sweatshirt. Add food stains to me, and then we're <laughs> that's on my level. Like, yeah, because you, when you get a pretzel from the food court and you don't have any napkins, what's a girl to do? What's a girl to do? <laughs> Flaunt my stuff. Yes. Flaunt it. <laughs> Flaunt yourselves, ladies. And that's the dirt for today. Thanks, Thanks Holly. Guys. All right, we'll be right back. Adap. Duh. 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 This duh. is the study duh. of duh, duh. with noted duh. academic duh. journal skimmer, Lori. Everybody knows. Uh, Everybody yeah. knows. Everyone knows that, doi. Doi. Everybody knows. Well, that academic skimmer is not here today, so you're going to get a dyslexic skimmer. 
So we'll see what comes out of this one. Well, the uh, <laughs> teacher's assistant is stepping up. Maybe. And we are here for okay. it. All right, let me tell you something. So, tell me, girl. So today we had the great joy of learning more about the apple. You're welcome. Um, th- thank you, because that was... What fact are you going to hold near and dear and think about later? Um, I'm going to remind myself to eat more. And then... <laughs> A new st- I love apples, and I forget about them. I, I don't th- buy them. I hate grocery shopping, but whatever. So here is the deal. Mm. Today in the study of Da... Tell me. Here's the headline. Fruit, vegetables, and exercise may be the key to a happy life. I think we've known this, that fruit, eating more fruit and vegetables and exercise all make you do better. Yeah. Feel better. So this is... Just This is just hot off the press. According to the Journal of Happiness Studies, and there is a journal, they discovered, they just say that a happy life may come down to what's in your diet. Um, it's the first of its kind study. Researchers from the University of Kent and Reading demonstrated that these lifestyle changes people make happier are happier in comparison to individuals who are eating a lot of crap and keeping their same old diet. Um, they said that um, consuming fruit and vegetables and exercising positively affects impact levels of happiness, not just well-being, but yeah. happiness. So good things come to those who wait. They discovered that our ability to, to, to delay gratification, something I'm so good at, wink, wink, and apply self-control, another thing I'm good at. Super good at. Um, we play, just ripped into a big M&M. I know. It plays into a huge part into influencing our lifestyle decisions. In turn, this has a positive impact on our well-being. Scientists have also confirmed that men appear to exercise more while women are more likely to eat more fruits and vegetables. So imagine if you can put them all together. Yeah. Eat more fruit, eat more vegetables and exercise. I will just say. What? When I am feeling low. Yeah. I am guaranteed I'm eating too many carbs. Yeah. I'm not exercising like I want to be. I'm going into the pity party me stuff. I mean, you just, it's just, you can put, if you documented it, like, okay, I exercise these these, these yeah. days, I'm feeling good, everything's good, and then when you don't eat like crap, you just go in the sink, in you, the dumpster. You know, it's funny, so my mom has a saying, Beverly has a saying. Hi, Bev. Hey, Bev. Uh, you pay for it now or you pay for it later. So like whenever we're at somewhere and I'm like, oh my gosh, this, you know, we got that salad place I go to or if I'm buying expensive, you know, fruit and veggies because they're, they're spendy. They yes, add up. They are. Apples are expensive. Yes, they are. And my mom says, you pay for it now or you pay for it later. And it's the- kind of like a minute on the lips forever on the hips. Yeah. But she even just like overall health. You yeah. know, and she always, my mom says it constantly. I was like debating on what, you know, I don't know if I want to do a gym membership. You pay for it now or you pay for it later. And I was like, Ma, that's such a good saying. It is. And if you want to be in the tennis team, you got to join. No, you don't. Well, you are. It would be helpful. It would be helpful for all of us if you did. But you're right. I think there's just something to all this. Yeah. So that's kind of a duh thing, though, but I think it, it is so duh. And it's something back to basics, right? Like you said, like, when are you, if, what do you do when your things are going right? When their things are doing, when it's 100% correlates to how you feel about yourself and how you feel about yourself. I feel 14,000 times better if I move. Yeah. 20,000 times better if I, you know, eat real normal food yeah that's good for you it's and uh, it's funny there's a list i had to make a long time ago 
in a 30 day experience that I went to 10 years or 11 years ago where we had to make a list of what we do when things are going good and what we do things, you know, going bad. But the things are going good. That's the key one. Look, make a list of what you do when things are going good. And if you're having a rough week, start doing those things. Yeah. And it will follow. You don't know what comes first sometimes. And sometimes and sometimes it's basic, like the list of eating right, washing my face, brushing my teeth, you know, brushing my hair, like things, whatever. It's like, Sometimes you can fool yourself into kicking back into that good mindset. But. Yeah, I like that. I think that's good advice, Brittany. Very, very good. Thank you. All right. Uh, no. All right. Here's another one. Um, this is um, seems like a no brainer, mm-hmm. but you're breathing wrong. Maybe um, <laughs> you're breathing wrong. Maybe. Uh huh. Tell me. I don't know. We. This is many people misunderstand how our bodies produce energy. Tell me. A science journalist and author of Breath, the new science of a lost art, we get most of our energy from our breath, not from food or drink. Our bodies process about 30 pounds of air every day compared to only a few pounds of food and water. Depends on the day. I know, true. There's a reason why you can survive weeks without food, days without water, and only minutes without air. And so it goes on to say that really... Experts agree there are benefits to proper breathing, which is achieved with slower breathing, less inhales and less exhales per minute. But basically keeping your mouth closed and breathing in and breathing out through your nose. In theory. In theory. And old yoga, 5,000 years ago, yoga practice was not about downward dogs or warrior poses. It was first and foremost a technology of breathing. Oh, no, 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 Haas. No. Here's the thing. I have a deviated septum that I've had a surgery on. I can't well, not always breathe through my nose. Well, I thought of this last night. So Tell I'm me. playing singles and mm-hmm. I usually play doubles and I'm playing against a little um, energy bunny. Yeah, Who just doesn't run out of energy. So annoying. And so the first set, somehow I won. Something came. I was like Serena Williams. I don't Everyone know. thought so. Everyone's been talking about it. No, I know. I know. At I, the club. I, I, no, it was wild. I just, something came out. But then the second set, the minute it was the first game, I'm serving and I'm like, <gasps> and I'm trying to breathe into my nose and out through my nose because I know you get more energy that way. Yeah. They say that when you're exercising, but I believe that this is true and slowing down your breath. Do you get weirdly embarrassed? So whenever I play tennis or do anything, I get weirdly embarrassed if I anybody was to know that I was breathing heavy. Oh, I don't care. So I hide it. Like, no, I'm not saying like it's like a really conscious thing where oh, I'm like, okay. but it's like something where you're just like, good game. Like, you know, oh, I'm no. like trying not to show any weakness. And I think maybe because I think you're all trying to attack me at some point. But like if I go up a stairs, if I was walking up the stairs with, let's say, uh, me? You, you. Well, you're 30 years younger. And I, I would hide the fact if I was breathing heavy, I'd hide you it. Should. <laughs> because you should. Because <laughs> you should be able to lap me. But you you know what I mean? I don't care at this point. I don't care. I, I just bounce the balls more. <laughs> I, just, I just, I literally. I bouncing the ball. It's like bounce number 32. My yeah. partner's like, are you going to serve? Like, I hide it. I hide, I hide all weakness just oh, in I, case. I don't care that just much. Just in case you want to take me on. You think, oh, she's got good cardio. <sighs> but I did realize I needed to do more cardio. Yeah, I, that, that was That, that was got to. Yeah, that did. All right. And people are happier so on the weekend. That's a study of doubt. We already know it, but they did do a study of it. And um, people hate Mondays. <laughs> basically, basically, people filled out a form for 21 days. 
and they just found that people just hate Mondays. What would make Mondays good for you, ignoring the fact saying not work? Um, what would make a good Monday for you? I would be like if I had like dinner plans Monday night. Yeah, I, I think it was fun having something to look to, like tennis or something that I really like to do on a Monday night. You know, that helped. Right. I would like to have something to look forward to. We should work on rebranding Mondays. How? Call them like second Sunday. No, no, because Sundays used to make me sick. I remember back in the day and me. like my first job, I'd like get the cramps in the stomach and the diarrhea at noon. I actually think Sundays are worse than Mondays. The anxiety no. about that you're going to start your work week yeah. is worse than starting your work week. The Sunday scaries. The Sunday, the Sunday scaries, scary. is it? Yep. Oh, people. All right, well, we've accomplished a little bit and nothing at the same time, and we'll be back with the rest of the headlines. You're welcome. All right, everybody. Thank you for hanging out on this on this lovely Tuesday. Um, just a couple programming options for tonight. Mm. There's a new series that starts tonight on Fox at 8 o'clock called Our Kind of People. It's, um, I believe, it's a primetime soap set in the hip-hop music industry um, with the summer playground background of Martha's Vineyards. And it's a melodrama begins when single mom, Angela, and a modern-day um, madam... With visions of a hair care empire opens a pop up shop in the bluffs where her mom was months of maid. Okay. And so Angela hopes this will be her entree into high society, but things are not gonna happen like that. But I I just kinda think it sounds fun. It looks juicy. It looks okay, yeah. It's funny that they would describe it as a soap. Like that seems to me but once they said, yeah, the dramedy-esque stuff, yeah, it sounds good. I think it sounds good. And then um the other thing that starts tonight. Is I'm not going to tell you. Don't ever tell me. I want to tell you something that Rock, <laughs> Rocco sent us. I'm going to keep it a secret. Oh, okay, good. I do- love radio when you keep secrets. <laughs> I'll just do something. Rocco right, sent us this really epic article. It's in Advocate. Okay. Um, Cassandra Peterson, you may know her as Elvira, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Yes. She released her new memoir today called okay. Yours Cruelly. Cruelly. Oh, that's really clever. Elvira. I yeah. have trouble saying it. You're cruelly. Cruelly. Well, cruelly is cruel. our... Yeah, cruelly. You know what hurts? <laughs> it does. It still hurts. <laughs> yeah. um, in the process, uh, came out uh, by revealing her 19-year relationship with another woman. Oh. Teresa T. Weirson. And it's really interesting. So she goes in the book and talks about how they met. And as all good relationships start, it started in a Gold's gym. When, oh, of course. When Peterson spotted what she thought at the time was the hottest bad boy in Tinseltown. She said, often when I was doing my pre-workout warm-up on the treadmill, I couldn't help noticing one particular trainer, tan, tattooed, and muscular, walking across the gym. And then, to her surprise, her bad boy was actually a bad girl Okay, when she ran into her in the ladies' room later. And then they became good friends. Right. And then after Peterson's marriage, her 25-year marriage, she, uh, her, they started a romantic relationship. I love that. I know. I love that. Good for her. I know. Me too. I would like, like, I want to see them, you know, doing things together. They look like they're both just a cute couple. And Elvira has a special place in our heart because we spent a lot of time talking. Brittany loves her. Yeah. Rocco does too. Yeah, she's great. Mm-hmm. And she's like she's the type that anywhere she does interviews because I've talked to her a few times. Yeah, I mean I barely talk to her. Like other people I've been yeah. on here with talk to her. She's lovely. Why don't you get her on for our book? 
her book. I'll try. Yeah, we'll have her on a show. I mean, I never was pulling those strings back in the day. I was like, hi, my name's Brittany. I'll get you online with the big guy. You could, you could do it, Brittany. I'll, I you feel know what? It. I'm going to try. I feel it. It's Halloween, though. It would be really hard to get her. Maybe I can get her like... Oh, we'll get her at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> November 1st. <laughs> when, she's, when she's less busy. Okay, tell me if this would drive you crazy. So this morning, I didn't have any cream for my coffee, so I go to my local um, gas station. Mm-hmm. And I pull up, and I thought, I'm here. I'll get gas. Um, put in my card, you know, you have to pay in, prepay inside. I mean, that just, whatever. I'm like, really? Yeah. Why? You know, why why am I have to do that? Seems pre- a little strange. Seems a little strange. Seems a little out of the blue. And then I thought, well, maybe it's just this end pump. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. Really? Yeah. So I go inside and I get my cream and I said, what's with the prepaying at the pump? And he says, yeah, all, all of our pumps you have to prepay now. Why? And he says, really? people, people have been driving off with gas. I said, but I said, you- this is going to really be bad for business. That's what I said to him. I'm not coming here. I was so bummed because it's my convenient gas station. Here's the thing. I, there is no anxiety like the anxiety of trying to guess how much money to prepay on a Especially freaking tank. Ex- I have no Can't idea. My husband the other day was like, hey, will you put money when you're in there? Because we after tennis, he was like, will you go uh, put, you know. Was it a prepay tank? And yes, we had to prepay. And he goes, I go, I go how much? I don't know. Is this the 30? new trend? What? You had to do this at a gas station by you? Yeah, but it's because we, we didn't have our card. We only had the chip thing. Oh, okay. So I don't know. No, I had a full-on credit card. And I, I like... I, so if it's already set up in the credit card, why would you have to prepay? Because it has your... You can charge it. I have no idea. I said, this is a bad decision. Either. I love how you act like no. by any means you're going to not go there because it's no, your I gas station. No, I won't. Where are you going to go? I have to find a different gas station. I mean, if it's close to your house, uh, there's your... I'm not going to go in the middle of winter and get out of my car and go and say, I want $28, please. I mean, I have no idea. What happens if you pay too much on your card? Well, Do they, they give it back? I'm sure somehow. Who knows? But how manning would that be not to be able to just get your gas at the pump? It'd be honestly as somebody who doesn't want to deal with anybody. Like, it'd be terrible. It'd be... It Thank you. Be, so you understand my. I it was, would honestly be the worst thing that could happen to and a I'm person. And I'm not going to say the brand. The brand? You mean the, <laughs> the company? Yes. I'm not going to say I'm that. I'm not going to tell you what brand gas I use, but let me just tell you. Oh, I was so mad. I was so mad. I just can't believe that they would. I said, this is going to be bad for businesses. He goes, I know. And I said, well, I'm not coming back. And they're like, and lady, like, we have he, all the like, gas. He's like, lady, I'm used to seeing you at two in the morning coming in for two pints of Hagen dazs <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me. You don't have to stick to this. I know your fingers are crossed. <laughs> Listen, well, I've acted like I haven't seen you three times in a day before. I have no problem pretending this conversation never happened. <laughs> I've seen you trying to pretend you're someone else uh, in your baseball some- hat. Man, sometimes it feels so good to tell somebody, like, I'm not coming back here. Like, back in the day, I feel like I've said it to Sprint, like, or, like, oh. different things, like, a hundred times. And they're like, no, you're not getting out of your contract. Like, especially back in the day when you, like, had phone contracts. Oh, yeah. They're like, lady, you're far too lazy to fill out a form. Exactly. Like, we'll see you next month. And I'm like, yep, you will. But it does feel good to say that. If sometimes and, and, and the guy, I don't care if that makes me a Karen sometimes. You know, sometimes it feels good to be a Karen. You got to well, let the, it out. The guy and the guy, I said, this is not on you. And he goes, I know. And I said, I just think this is the not a good decision. Listen, let me talk to corporate. <laughs> Get him on the horn. 
Oh, uh, uh, well, we had sad news today. Sarah Dash, who sang on Lady Marmalade with Patti LaBelle, died. And she had just performed with Patti LaBelle like a week or so ago. And they famously did the song Lady Marmalade in 1974. It was a big hit. Because, I mean, yes. when it came out, it, who was it? Pink. Oh, uh, Pink, Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. Lil' Kim. And? I thought was he Maya? I don't know, but that was in the Baz Luhrmann um, Moulin Rouge. But anyway, she was awesomely talented, beautiful, and a loving soul. Patti LaBelle says, and li- will live on so in so many lives. And it, no one knows, have said yet why she died. But she was super young, only 76 years old. And that's yeah. right around the corner for me. Okay, take it easy. I know, but anyway. How does it, how does it apply to your life? I was just going to say... Well, it's been lovely, Julia. I know, but that's sad. All right, everyone have a great night. We do have a fun show planned for you tomorrow, but there's good shows. <laughs> it's too early to talk about it. <laughs> everyone have a great night. Don't forget to do your homework, Brittany. I will.